as the season goes on, my skills get stronger. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm able to digest more and more games that are current, bro. So I get stronger. I like the money, bro. But like you say, that I'm better than you. You guys thought you guys were better than me. You're not better than me. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to... This sports segment with the late night, early morning show. I got Adam on the phone with me. We haven't talked about uh, sports, NBA, NFL, the World Series. Haven't had Adam on for a little bit. Just be just for the fact that I was finishing up school, took a lot of time and couldn't really uh, dedicate the time that I had to get Adam on. But he's back. We're going to do something a little bit different for the duration of the NFL season. We're going to release the podcast on Tuesday and more likely we're going to release the sports segment of the podcast on uh, Thursday, Friday or Saturday like we're doing it today. Most most likely, I'm sorry, most likely on Wednesday night it'll be released. So you guys will get Adam's take on everything that's going on in the NFL and any other sports uh, sports area. <clears throat> so what's up, Adam? What's going on, man? All right, not not a whole damn thing, man. So, um, all right, so let's get right into it. All yeah, right, sure, so you so it. so first things first, okay? So let's talk about your fantasy really quick. Uh, how are you doing in my in our fantasy league? Well, in your guys' fantasy league, I'm not doing too good. You know, no excuses. You know, I, I think I'm going to finish strong where I'm going to creep up out of whatever last place. But even if there was, like, a, a three-way tie mm-hmm. for that last playoff spot, I probably wouldn't get it due to the, so many points that I didn't put up. But, like, if you look at the points for and the points against, I've had a lot of bad where people just scored and gone off against me. I had Joyke Bell have his career game against me, mm-hmm. Pierre Thomas, mm-hmm. Tariq Robinson. You fantasy owners know who you are out there having those career games. Those guys are nowhere near on the radar, but hey, good luck to the guys that are going to make it. And my other leagues, I'm actually doing really good. I'm in first place in all my other leagues. But um, it, like I said, you know, if you don't have Andrew Luck right now, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, if you do have Andrew Luck, I mean, nine times out of ten, you probably are going to be first place or like right in the vicinity of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, you know, uh, we're past a little bit to the midway point. Andrew Luck, Antonio Brown. Right. Um, so Marco Murray, those are the studs. those are the three main guys in fantasy right now. Right. How many those other are, leagues are you in? Uh, well, you know, there's there's a uh, this one, and then there's a uh, three that I am the sole guy that takes care of everything, and there's there's a couple other ones where I kind of consult with them, and they have Andrew Luck too. Mm-hmm. So the only one I'm doing bad in is this one, mm-hmm. and then my other ones. I mean, it's more of a it's you against everybody, and you stack wins throughout the season. Right. And, I, and I'm doing really good in those. I'm kind of actually breaking away. I didn't have Andy Dalton this week, so people are going to actually bridge the gap between yeah, mm-hmm. where I'm at, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're going to catch me a little bit. Right on. Gain some ground. All right, so you were talking about the matchup between uh, Chicago and Green Bay, and you started talking about quarterbacks. What were you saying previously before we started recording? You know, this week, there's six teams on a bye. You know, you've probably been hearing it you know, these last two weeks. These are the two crucial weeks where a lot of key guys are not playing, like Luck, Tom Brady. But, I mean, like, let's go with the first shirt thing. We know that Aaron Rodgers is going to go off this week. Yeah. The Bears are pitiful. The defense pitiful, is really bad. Pitiful, dude. Pitiful. I, I, pitiful. Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible. I, I think some high school teams can line up and get, like, two or three <laughs> yards off them right now. That's how bad they are, realistically. But, so Aaron Rodgers, for sure. You know, in that game, you want to start a lot of guys. Because, you know, Green Bay's not too good either. 
But a guy that you might want to be on the fence about, like a lot of people are thinking, oh, well, they have decisions to make, decisions, decisions. Colin Kaepernick, he's probably on the fence. Like, do I start him? Do I not? Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, go ahead and push him across the fence and push him into your starting lineup, okay? Because Rob Ryan, earlier in the season, his defense was falling apart. And then with the 49ers and the Saints both being 4-4, four and four, I see the 49ers going on the road and winning this game. The Saints, I just don't trust them. I see that they're going to kind of... They're going to kind of make the playoffs by, by default because that whole division's bad. And I, I see the 49ers playing desperate this week. I see Kaepernick, he's got to come through. And, and I, if I was you, I would start Kaepernick. You know, so if you're out there and you're thinking, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, go ahead and start him because he'll get those rushing yards for you and that'll help you out a lot. Um, like I said, the Green Bay and Chicago game, mm-hmm. Jay Cutler, I know you don't trust him. Mm-mm. But in a week like this, you have no choice. Due to 16 being on a bye, you right. have to start him against the Packers. You know, as I was thinking about this game and I was kind of crunching the numbers and everything, like I said, Jay Cutler, he's going to throw for a lot of yards. But you got to remember, I mean, this Packers defense, it's really bad. And whatever happened to Clay Matthews? I mean, Clay Matthews was so dominant three or four years. He was actually J.J. Watt three or four years ago. So as I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I kind of always thought Jay, uh, Clay Matthews was on something. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm not talking about your local pharmacy stuff. Right. I think he was on some HGH. Right. I think J.J. Watt's got a little taste of that HGH because they're relentless. He doesn't stop to get to the quarterback. He never gets tired. And the most important thing, J.J. Watt doesn't get hurt. Just like Clay Matthews, for like two years, he would not get hurt. He wouldn't stop getting after the quarterback. And that's what we're seeing with J.J. Watt. So is it, you know, good work ethic or good meds? You let me know. I don't know, but <laughs> that's what I have. That's what I think on that. Uh, but hold on, before you go on and go to another subject, I wanted to I wanted to talk about the Bears and the Green Bay really quick. So I'm reading this online document right here, and it says an anonymous source claims that some players resent uh, Jay Cutler for being aloof and are not 100 percent happy at all times with every decision made by the organization. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on with Chicago that is. Ha- having them be so 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 bad right now. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys that are mad at Brandon Marshall too because he actually comes out on one of my favorite shows called The Inside the NFL, mm-hmm. and that comes out on a uh, on NFL Network, but actually comes out on the Showtime Network. And you know, I find it kind of weird that he's a professional athlete and he's still playing, and he goes on that show on a Tuesday. I mean, if I was a coach, I wouldn't want you to go on a show, I mean, I would want you to be focused on nothing but football. And he's kind of like, I don't want to say Brandon Marshall's a flake, but he's kind of like not all there. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows his track record. You know, they might have seen the football life. He's kind of weird. Like him and Jay Cutler, I see why they're homies, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Right. But at the same time, they're good players. Let's, let's not get it twisted. But Brandon Marshall getting a little older. A lot of people don't like Jay Cutler's attitude. You know what? He is... You know, Jay Cutter does. I mean, you look at him, he, he does look like an asshole. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, it is, it is what it is. There's some times where people are ratting and raving about his arm. His arm strength is this and that. It's one of the best in the league, you know. Right. But the thing is, his mechanics is horrible. But can they win with them? They can. They can. I, I, the Bears' offense is just way better than what they've been doing. You're going to tell me you got Matt Forte, Martellus Bennett, what happened to Alshon Jeffrey? Last last year, Alshon Jeffrey was money. He's he's and good. Yeah. Mind is good. Yeah. So what about any you know, other he, any other wide receivers that you got that you're looking at or that you got some info on or your well, opinion on? Well, you know, you know my man crush. Who's my man crush? Um, Who's my man crush? Here? It's luck. You're, come on. It's luck. I know Who? that. 
I don't know who your man crush is. Wide receiver. I don't know. Who is it? Tell me. The first, the first, okay, let me break something down to you real quick. Julio Jones, okay? Okay. He just came off a of bye. I just read a little something about how he didn't want to drop a ball the rest of the season, which, you know, he'll probably drop a ball. But that's letting you know, you know, hey, this guy's in tune. He knows that and his contract's going to be coming up pretty soon. So you know he's playing for the money. Julio is the man. But back in uh, – I want to say week three, when they had a, a Thursday night game against Tampa Bay in Atlanta, he actually went off for 161 yards and I believe two touchdowns. And he didn't even play the fourth quarter. He, he, they blew him out so bad that they didn't even play the fourth quarter. So look for Julio. I'm going to go throw a bold prediction about Julio this week. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I, want to say I want to say two touchdowns, but I'm going to say one. But I'm, I want to say he's going to get about 200 yards against Tampa Bay this week. And if you're playing in leagues where you get bonuses for going over 100 yards, mm-hmm. he's going to get you a double bonus. Julio, Julio's going to go off this week. I love Julio. And then uh, the safe pick, I think, just to link this up with Jake Cutler, uh-huh. like I said, I, I want to say the Bears, they, they have no choice. Like If the Bears lose this week, their season's over. Oh, yeah, sure for sure. Ball. Oh, yeah. It's over, right? Yeah. A lot of Bears fans, you're a Bears fan, you think it's over already. I think it's over I already. Know, yeah. You think it's over already. Mm-hmm. But if, there, if there's a chance they can turn it around, you know that if they can beat their rivals on their field, mm. it, it might spark their team. So, I mean, I, I like Brandon Marshall. I, I've always liked Brandon Marshall. So, I, I like him to kind of get in the end zone this week, fantasy-wise. I want to see them. But just to kind of go with somebody that a lot of people might be on the fence about when it comes to another wide receiver, and it's kind of linked to Colin Kaepernick, too. A lot of people are like, oh, I have a lot of options here on who to start. If you're on the fence about Anquan Bolden, push, put him in your uh, starting lineup. He's the emotional leader of the team. He knows how important this game is against the Saints. He's the type of guy that is going to get that team fired up on the road. He's a veteran, Anquan Bolden, and he's, he's the guy that comes through all the time for Kaepernick. Look for him to go for like 100 yards and a touchdown and probably a personal foul. Because mm-hmm. if he gets a personal foul, usually he gets a touchdown because he's so fired up he gets in people's faces. Remember I said he'll probably get a personal foul, get in one of the Saints' faces and let him know how good he is. Right. That's Anquan Bolden. He's okay. a super deep, deep sleeper. Uh-huh. Like, if you're hurting and you need to start somebody a wide receiver, look for uh, Riley Cooper from the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people are getting a lot of love to Macklin. Jeremy Macklin's a stud for the Eagles. You know, he's really good. But I can see them rolling coverage to him and saying, okay, Mark Sanchez, throw it to Riley Cooper. Right. And I know, I know a worst-case scenario, Riley Cooper will have opportunities. So if Riley Cooper's on your waiver wire, pick him up. Start him, throw him in your lineup. Look for Riley Cooper to catch a bomb on Sunday. Um, and then on running backs, yeah, Ronnie I'll Hillman. Okay, I'm actually I actually mentioned Ronnie Hillman on the very first show I was on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Ronnie Hillman has turned into the Broncos. I mean, running back. He had like a so-so game last uh, last week yardage wise, mm-hmm. but he got in the end zone twice. Now the reason Ronnie Hillman's a stud this week, I mean, there's really nothing more to be said. He's playing the Raiders. So, okay. with the Raiders too busy occupying, defending uh, Broncos wide receivers, meanwhile, Ronnie Hillman is running all over the backfield. Peyton Manning's putting them in great positions to catch balls, give them quick handoffs. Ronnie Hillman should have a big game. Ronnie Hillman should have a huge game this week. I also like Reggie Bush. And the reason I like Reggie Bush this week, I know you're probably thinking, wow, Reggie Bush against the Dolphins. Now, Reggie Bush actually used to play for the Dolphins. And if you remember, uh, maybe about a year ago when they were on Hard Knocks, 
he really doesn't like the Miami Dolphins head coach, which is Joe Philman. Okay. So I think I think Reggie Bush is going to be fired up this week. To I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not a big Reggie Bush fan, but I can see him like wanting to play this week and putting up like two touchdowns and about 120 yards all purpose, because you know uh, Matthew Stafford got all his toys back, which he's got Megatron. I'm interested to see how Megatron plays this week as well. How that unfolds. I think everyone else is going to feed off of that. I think Golden Tate and Reggie Bush and Matthew Stafford will have really good fantasy weeks. Uh-huh. And then you might want to temper your expectations when it comes down to Calvin Johnson because, I mean, it's one game back, but he's, type, he's the type of player just being on the field, all those other guys benefit big time. Uh, a super sleeper like Riley Cooper when it comes to the running backs, I'm going to go ahead and say Carlos Hyde. I know he's Frank Gore's backup, but, I mean, there's really slim pickings out there. We're coming to a point in the fantasy season where – if there's a crumb that hits the floor, someone's scooping it up quick. Yep. And Carlos Hyde is that crumb right now. But against the Saints, I actually like the 49ers to route the Saints. I think the 49ers, I want to say the 49ers are going to win by two touchdowns. Look for Carlos Hyde to get a lot of uh, garbage time mm-hmm. points, which is fine. If the garbage points, during the game points, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're all fantasy points. What about, uh, what about, I'm sorry, what about some defenses? Some defenses. I got two for you. I got two for you that I'm pretty sure I, I kind of brushed up on both of them. And one of them I actually picked up in one of my leagues, Arizona's defense. Now, Arizona's a really good team. They've been winning, but they haven't been winning with their defense. Their defense is capable of doing it, and I like them doing it against the Rams this week. I'm going to go ahead and say you haven't heard too much about Patrick Peterson and Antonio Cromartie. I could see Austin Davis from the Rams dropping back, throwing a quick pass, a timing route, and one of those guys jumping the route and taking it to the house. I want to say Arizona's defense will score twice. Okay. I don't like Austin Davis against Arizona's defense. Okay. Uh, Bruce Arias got those guys playing good. Another defense that I do like, I also like I like uh, the Ravens. The Ravens are pretty ticked off about the week before. I like the Ravens going off against Zach Mettenberg. Zach Mettenberg is the Tennessee Titans' rookie quarterback, and the Ravens, I mean, they're going to chop him up. Look for the Ravens to get a lot of sacks. Look, look for them not to move the ball. Zach Menenberger's got a big arm, but I just, against the Ravens at home, I don't think so. They, they got a lot of pride. They got a lot of pride. They, their backs are against the wall, too. They need a W. Look for Terrell Suds to be on Zach Menenberger all day. Look for, look for Terrell Suds to get at least two to three sacks. Okay. Any more, about, are, any more about defenses? You know, those are the only two. Like I said, it's really hard this week because mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there's only 12 games on the slate. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of teams. The, uh, week 9 and week 10 of the weeks were like, a lot of teams are not playing, so it's kind of rough. That's why I really don't have a lot of sit-ems. You know, I don't have actually any sit-ems because you got to just kind of roll with what you got this week. And okay. then if you got Andrew Luck, hang on because he'll be back next week. Amen, he's brother. Carrying, he's been carrying you this much. He needed a week off, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. He needed a week off. <laughs> right. All right, so you ready to get into your picks, brother? Let's do it. Let's oh, do it. Okay, baby. Let's get it on. All right, so we are in week 10 of the NFL. We got how many games? Uh, 12 games going on. So let's go ahead and get it started. Um, the first game that we want to talk about right now, Adam, hold on. Okay. So the first game that we want to talk about is going to be the Saints versus the Niners. Yeah, I like the Niners. Like I said, their backs are against the wall. There's a lot of controversy going on in the Bay. I like the Niners to win big. They're going to show up and they're going to show out. I like the Niners. 
I'm going to take the Saints. Okay, next one. Cardinals and Rams. Cardinals and Rams. I like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. They're just doing too good. They're, they're, you got to stick with the Cardinals. They're at home. I, I agree with you. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Cardinals as, Cardinals as well. Chiefs and Bills. Chiefs and Bills. Like I told you earlier in the season, the Bills. This is usually the time of the year where they're going to go down. No, I don't think they're going to have Sammy Watkins. I think you got to go with the Chiefs. Kansas City all the way. Yes, I agree. Going with Kansas City as well. Next game, uh, Lions and Dolphins. This game is very intriguing. I bet you if we were to do a poll, you'd probably get it right, right down the middle. Mm-hmm. But I, you know you know me, I'm a big-time Lions. Uh, I, I, they're not my team, but I just like the way they're doing things this year. Lions. Okay. So far, me and you are in agreement. Okay. So, uh, next game, Seahawks and Giants. Seahawks. The See- Giants. Well, you know, maybe I may be wrong, but you know what? The Giants... They just sometimes are hit and miss, and I guarantee I have a really good feeling that they're going to miss. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. So the Steelers, no. and, Steelers and Jets. Now, this game is very tricky. Very tricky. A lot of people are on a Ben Roethlisberger high. The guy throw 12 touchdowns and probably thrown for 300 miles. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Jets, and I'm going to tell you why. Because their front seven... Is going to push around Pittsburgh, and they're going to get physical. Their secondary can't cover it regardless. So they're going to bring the house. They're going to throw the kitchen sink. And look for Michael Vick to be able to move the ball. A lot of people want to bench Percy Harvin. Look for Percy Harvin to have a nice little game, too. Okay. Jets, it's an upset. I disagree. I'm going to go with the Steelers to go uh, beat the Jets uh, by 10 points. Okay, uh, next prediction, the Cowboys and Jaguars. This is another one. This is another one. You know what? You know what? I am going to do it. I am going to do it. I'm going to say the Jaguars are going to win by a field goal. Mm. And something's going to happen. Something is going to happen to Tony Romo. And everyone's going to be all, it's Jerry Jones' fault. Why did they bring him to London? They should have sat him one more week because the bye was coming. Jaguars. I say regardless of whether uh, Romo is in or not, the Cowboys are still going to win. Okay, next game. Ravens and Titans. Ravens? Oh, Ravens. Ravens all the way. Ravens all the way. Nothing okay. the, the Ravens are upset about the week before. Ravens. Okay. Me too. Ravens as well. Falcons and Buccaneers. Falcons. Tampa Tampa is just I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Lovey Smith I think Lovey Smith's having nervous breakdown inside. He never shows emotion, <laughs> but you know what that team they they're starting Josh McCown this week. Okay. I, I, I like Atlanta off the bye. Uh, Atlanta. Me too. I'm taking the Falcons as well. Okay, the Broncos and Raiders. Broncos and Raiders. I'm gonna take the Broncos, but I'm going to let you in on something right now, a little sneak peek of what you're going to hear from me later. Mm-hmm. And I'll elaborate on it. The Broncos are going to win this game. The 49ers are going to probably win. I mean, the, the Raiders are probably going to win two games this year. And one of those games, Augie, mm-hmm. will not be this week. It will be the next time they play the Broncos or it will be that 49er game. I don't know why, but the Raiders will find a way to beat either the Niners or beat the Broncos this year. Okay, not but not this week. Let's get that straight. I just wanted to say that for some reason. But anyways, okay, let's keep it moving. Okay, so you got the Broncos and I take the Broncos as well. I got, uh, yeah. Okay, Broncos. so Packers and Bears. Packers and Bears. This game, you know what? This game's going to come down to who turns the ball over. Right. And I I think that Aaron Rodgers. So the problem with the Green Bay is that they don't know what they want to be. I was saying that earlier. They want to run it. They want to throw it. But they kind of realize, you know, we got to throw it. I think. Chicago's going to win the game because 
I, I've trusted their team. They look good on paper. I've watched them, and they just kind of come through. There's no more. They lose. The season's over. Their backs are more than against the wall. They're through the wall. I want to say Bears. They got, they got to find some part. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Bears fan, and I got to disagree with you, man. I'm just going to go off of what oh. I know, and, and I'm going to take <laughs> the Packers. Okay, so, all right. So, Eagles and Panthers. Oh, Eagles, Eagles. Who would ever thought that a lot of people right now in fantasy pick, picking up Mark Sanchez? You know what I mean? Somebody told right. me, hey, as long as he keeps his butt out of his, uh, as long as he keeps his head out of his players' asses, he'll be fine. That's what I heard this week. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're going to take the Eagles on that one, huh? So am I. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles, Eagles. on that Take the oh, Eagles. Okay. So that concludes um, Adam's picks. One last thing before we let you go, Adam, is um, an NBA started. And I know you know a lot about sports in, in general. So can you want to uh, elaborate a little bit on what's going on in the NBA and, and everything? You know what? Um, first things first, let's talk about the best player in the league, which is LeBron James. LeBron James is the best player in the league. The Cavaliers are going to be a real good team. But has anybody taken any notice how much weight this guy's lost? He looks like he's been doing Tybo straight since last season. Right. I mean, he doesn't, look, he doesn't look bulky anymore. He doesn't look strong, even though he probably is. I don't know if he's going to put the weight on throughout the rest of the season. But just to kind of elaborate more on him, I've always been uh, – I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. But he is nowhere near those guys, okay? He's more of a Magic Johnson. I'm a Laker fan. He has Magic Johnson game. If I was his coach, which I'm not, but if I was anything to do to, to like find out where he works best on the court, he's the point guard of the team. And a lot of people, he can defend the one. He can pass. He, if you were to watch Magic Johnson and LeBron James, it's like you're watching the same guy. So I just think that the way they, they have him guard big guys, it shouldn't be like that. He should be guarding a, a, a point guard, a two guard. He shouldn't be have to guard the fours. Right. He shouldn't do that. That's a lot of pounding on his body. And, you know, you want to preserve him. If you were a Caps fan, that's the way I look at it. That's what I think about him. He's just he's a lot smaller. If you were to look at a lot of footage from last year to this year, he's just a way smaller guy, way smaller. But that, that's what I got to say about him. And then Golden State Warriors, they're a nice team. Uh, I think it was last year, no, the year before, we were actually trying to trade Dwight Howard for Clay Thompson. And everybody was like, no, no. But I knew Clay Thompson was the man. Clay Thompson, see, the thing is, I've told a lot of Warriors fans, you know what? Trade Stephen Curry. Trade Stephen Curry, bring, bring in Dwight Howard, and then you'd have a shot blocker and you'd have one of the best perimeter defenders. Clay Thompson, yeah, his daddy used to play basketball, whatever, whatever. But the guy can play defense. He can knock down shots. He's got great height. He's, in my eyes, you know, Kevin Durant's good, whatever. But let's talk about guys that are on the court right now. He is like a top three player that's on the court right now, hands down. If you were to, if you were to ask me this guy or this guy, I'll take Klay Thompson over just about everybody right now except for LeBron James. He is good. Anthony Davis for, uh, is a good player as well. But you know what? I think it's because they played USA basketball. And once you, you know, you're around guys that are really good, it brings your level up, of course. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for both sure. Both of those guys are studs. They're studs on the court, you know. But so far, we're seeing it's still early. It's still early. And then, you know, to all my Laker fans, I mean, all you got to do is think about Steve Nash. I mean, Steve Nash is just taking the money. I mean, I don't know. We, we just lost Randall, the rookie that we drafted. I don't know. As a Laker fan, I usually have a, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. But there's no, there's no formula how we're going to get better. You know what I mean? I don't see how it's going to happen. I mean, hats off to Kobe. I'll always be a Kobe fan. 
he's the man. He's got a heart of a champion. But you know, at that age and those injuries that he's had, he's not. He's nowhere near. No, you know, I'm gonna take that back. He just cannot just throw us on our back. He throw everybody on his back and just carry everybody. It's just it just can't happen anymore. Right, it can't happen. Okay, Adam. All right, brother. Thank you for your time. You want to go ahead and end this segment? Uh, nice guys, don't quit. <laughs>